This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 531 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Total Saddle Fit. On today's show, we will continue to check in with Karen Isberg on her dressage journey with her horse, Oreo. Also, we have USEF Children's Division National Champion, Lexi Kement, followed by an awesome trainer tip with Endel Lots. This is Reese Scoffler Stanfield from Georgetown, Kentucky. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hi, Phil. Hi. I almost <laughs> messed that up, but of course you're listening to Dressage Radio Show. We don't do any other shows. <laughs> no, this is it. This is all we can handle for sure. Yes, and actually on that note, we are recording week early because uh, I am actually heading to the regional finals. So fingers crossed for us. So we're we're working ahead, Phil. We never do that. <laughs> well, actually, we've done a couple of times this this summer yeah. because you keep going to Germany, or we just keep <laughs> having reasons to or not be able to record or... the show every week. So yeah. I think has, this has a lot to do with your commitment to the show. That's <laughs> true. Very true. We're very committed and we love you guys and we're excited to be here. So we've got a great show today. We're going to start off. You're going to, she's going to steal your heart. She is the USEF Children's Division National Champion, Lexi Kement, and I hope you enjoy her interview. Well, tonight we are very happy to have the USEF Children's Dressage National Champion, Lexi Kement on. Lexi, welcome to the show. Thank you. We are so happy to have you. Lexi, where are you from? I am from Palmyra, Nebraska. And how old are you? I am 13. Fantastic. So, Lexi, tell us a little bit about your horse. So, Manny is an off-the-track thoroughbred. He is 15 years old, and we have owned him for about four years. Fantastic. Now, you ride with your mom, right? Jamie commence your trainer. Yep. Right, and your sister also rode him last year at the national championships? Yes, she did. She placed third. Fantastic. Well, tell us, what was your experience like in Chicago? My experience in Chicago was amazing. It was super fun to be there with all the top competitors and just super fun to be there with my mom and to be able to be on the center stage and just fun to have that time with my horse. I bet. Now, it was a big, big day because mom was riding at the same time you were riding, right? You had to go in there by yourself. Yep, almost. (laughs) Yeah? Good girl. I'm so proud of you. Tell us about your test. Well, my test on the first day was the children's team test, and that felt great. He was super light on my age. And was super great in the contact and was just a really good boy. And, and Lexi, tell us real quick, what's, what are some requirements in that children's test? What do you do? Some of the requirements are walk pirouette to the left. Ooh. There is also two uh, canter loops to the center line and back to the reel. And 
There is also keener walk and trot lengthening. Oh, goodness. So it's like a second level test, isn't it? Yep. Got it. Very cool. So tell us about your second test. The second test was a little less energetic, but it was also the harder test of the mm-hmm. two for me. In that test, there were canner serpentines, canner walks, extended canners, and both walk pirouettes. Yeah, that, that's much harder, isn't it? Yep. That sounds great. And how did you and Manny qualify to go to Chicago? We qualified through uh, three national shows in our region, and you had to be in the top 15 in the country to qualify. How cool. I love it. So what's your plan, your next plan with Manny? Our plans with Manny are to just help me do improve on all of the second level stuff to help with his thoroughness and his balance to help me with my aids and just knowing how to do all the movements. Fantastic. What's Manny's favorite treat? That's a hard one. I think <laughs> Manny's favorite treat is probably an apple. Okay. He loves it when I come home from school and I steal an apple from the lunch line for him. Oh, yes. I think that's pretty awesome. Well, Lexi, we can't wait to keep you in in, in watching your career and, and we'll interview again at the next time you go to a national championship. How does that sound? Sounds great. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. We have a great commercial break from Kentucky Performance Products. And right after that, we're going to come out with the president of Kentucky Performance Products, Karen Isberg, which she's doing her segment on her dressage journey with her horse, Oreo. And we hope you enjoy it. The sun is just peeking above the tree line as you walk into the barn. You grab your horse's halter off the hook and head out to the field. The dew shimmers in the sun as you walk across the damp grass. You call his name and his head comes up as he walks toward you looking for the apple in your pocket. You take your time grooming, enjoying the peace and quiet in the empty barn. A refreshing breeze greets you as you start down the tree-lined path. Your horse ambles along on a loose rein as you both enjoy a relaxing ride. The feeling you get on an early morning hack is why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Microphase. Fill the nutritional gaps in your horse's diet. Microphase vitamin and mineral supplement is a low-calorie way to provide your horse with the vitamins and minerals missing from their diet. The horse that matters to you matters to us. We are so happy to have Karen Isberg. She is the owner of Kentucky Performance Products and president, but she also is a very dedicated adult amateur. So this is our adult amateur Karen and Oreo's journey segment. We still need a name for this segment. We haven't come up with one at all our smart brains, but Karen, welcome back. Well, thank you. I love being here. It's always it's always fun to talk about this adventure I'm on. <laughs> I know. So... It's been a very busy month, and maybe I should duck a little when you tell them what happened. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yes. 
Reese decided that, you know, I mean, I, I, I was having some issues sitting back and I was having some issues sitting, sitting a little bit too much to the left and not enough in my right seat bone. And one day I walked into the arena and Reese goes, take you, take, I'm taking your stirrups away. And I'm like, <laughs> away. Okay. And it's not even November yet. It's not even no <laughs> November. It was no syrup <laughs> July. <laughs> and June going and into June. August now and going into August <laughs> okay June, no July, syrup summer it was no syrup summer oh my god <laughs> but I mean it was just it was just it was just like a revelation it was like I had this huge aha moment because without my stirrups which was I just I guess throwing off my alignment just enough I was able to just really sit down and deep in the saddle and sit back and I remember, Reese, at the end of one lesson, I went up to you and I said, wow, you know, I can really feel what he's doing underneath me now. And you were like, I'm going to cry some tears. <laughs> <laughs> there were some happy tears cried. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, it was, I think a couple things have to happen before, you know, you take your stirrups away. You can't just take anyone's stirrups away. Again, we ride in an indoor. Karen also rides a very appropriate horse for her level. He's not a deadhead. But Oreo Cookie is, um, he's a lovely horse and he's actually a little bit on the lazy side. Um, so Karen rides an appropriate horse. Um, we felt and it's like hot it, out. There's no snow coming out. off the roof. There's no snow coming off the roof. And <laughs> Karen has been riding for a year very regularly. So she, it's not like, it's not like she's not fit. She's very fit. She's also does a lot of fitness work. She works a lot on her position. I'm definitely bragging on you, Karen, but it is true. She works very hard. So it's not like I, I just decided, Oh, okay. Today I'm going to torture Karen. Like uh, I felt like she hit, (laughs) she hit many of the benchmarks that you need to hit before you pull your stirrups. So that I do want to say that because it wouldn't be the right thing to not say. Um, but she was ready for the challenge. So, and so, you know, her balance was good. Um, we also, we have a, we have a bet, which I'm, I'm really excited and, and ready to collect on that we're going to dinner because she sat back the entire lesson and now she just sits back. So I don't even have to say sit back because when you take someone's stirrups away, obviously gravity helps you. And if you're out of alignment, you're going to put yourself back in alignment or you're going to fall off. Um, so your, your alignment's quite good. And now actually our challenge is in the next set before probably our next segment is going to be kind of reintroducing the stirrups and making sure that the seat that you have without the stirrups is the seat that we have with the stirrups. And that's, that's a whole nother yeah. segment. Also, Reese, yeah. it's helpful. It can be really helpful. I know that in your indoor, you have mirrors. So Karen can look at herself without stirrups to see, you know, where does her body, where does it put her body in feeling, but also in in a visual sense of, you know, where, where does everything line up with no stirrups? How can you also keep that when the stirrups come back in with the visual checks? I think that's very handy. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So yeah, the mirrors really, they're very helpful. Yeah, they're very helpful. And, you know, Again, you have to hit these benchmarks and you have to be willing and able to, uh, it, it is not easy. I know probably the first two weeks, Karen, you oh, were not Oh, for sure. You got to tough it out a bit, right? Yeah. You were not liking me. <laughs> I was kind of jelly-legged. I'd walk, yeah. oh, I'd walk, I'd go home and go, oh my God. <laughs> the next morning I'd be like, okay, I can't walk. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's no it was, it was great. I mean, and, and it completely alleviated my hip pain, which, 
you know, for me was just a really big deal because that was, you know, being tight in my hip like that, it was, it was very hard for me to follow my horse. And, and when that, when that hip pain went away, then, you know, all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, look, you can, you can move with the horse. So I think that was an important, that was an important lesson for me to learn that I could alleviate that hip pain if I sat correctly. And that when I did sit correctly, I could really follow my horse well. So that was a good thing for me to learn. And I've got one other kind of good statement to say, you know, one of the things that Karen and I talked about when we talked about our goals for the year was um, Karen really wanted to work on her position and her strength and kind of getting the basics correct before we talked about showing. So we have, we have showing goals when we get to Florida in December and January, but really this year was dedicated to really working on her seat, which is great because we, we, which is, we didn't have any pressure for horse showing, if that makes sense, which was great from a, from a learning perspective and also from a teaching perspective is we could just really focus on this aspect of her riding, which I would recommend. It's, it is very hard to really work on this and also really being getting ready for showing. So that's one thing that I think that's worked really well in our favor. And when we get to Florida, you know, we'll be able to show and, and, and it won't be a big deal because we will have worked on all these things. So I think that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah, I think well. it was really nice to not have that pressure. To not, you mm-hmm. know, we have to be to this point because we have a horse show next week or something. It was like if we if we came to a point where we got stuck, then we could maybe even back. And sometimes we did that. We kind of we kind of backed off a little bit and we did some other things. And then we moved back to the point where maybe I was having some difficulties. And it was just so nice to have that flexibility to be able to kind of go back, fix or find out what issue was and then move forward again. And it just, I thought it really helped not having that pressure. I, I, I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah. No, it's been really good. And you've done a fantastic job. And any other exercises or anything this month that has really kind of made you think about things? Well, I think, you know, you gave me that book, 101 Dressage Exercises, which I've been living in. It's so much fun. There's so many things to do. And there's so <laughs> many real, so many things to do. It's like, oh, what am I going to do today? <laughs> which one? Um, Oreo's going, oh, my God, why did you give her that book? <laughs> it's fun it's for the horses to, think- to have some... Uh, some little things to do that are not maybe the normal routine. Yeah, some different things and change it up a little bit. I and I think the two that that I really liked the most, there was that one where you do a turn on the forehand, and then and then when you're done with the turn on the forehand, you immediately go into the trot, and then you you go. So you're doing this on the short side, and then you trot down the long side, and you turn again, and on the other short side, you do you do it again. You do a half turn on the forehand, and you come back the other way. And I felt like that really helped his flexibility, but it also really helped get him off of my leg because he is a little lazy, especially when it's in the sun, when it's hot. And then the other exercise that I really liked was the, the, the walk trot transition. So in this particular book, you only trotted for five strides and then you walked for 10 and then you trotted for five. And that really, really helped me sit up and back because I was doing all these transitions and it really helped him come off my leg. So I thought those this that the ones that I did this past month that those two were really helpful for me. Awesome. 
Awesome. Yeah. We, so I've been traveling a little bit. I was in Aachen, as you guys know, and, and I've been out. So Karen's had to do some independent learning and I gave her that book and I said, I want you to work on this book. Uh, and I think it's really, really helpful to have something to look at and read and then go do. Um, so that's been also another big bonus for us. So very cool. Well, I love it, Karen. Well, uh, Karen, as people are following you on your journey, uh, or if they have any questions about supplements or feeding, how can they get in touch with you? Uh, Well, they can reach me at Kentucky Performance Products. We have a Facebook page. You can either private message me there, or you can put a question on the page. You can call us. We're in the office um, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the phone number's on the website, or it's 859-873-2974. Or you can also just email me at kisberg at kppusa.com. I'm happy to answer any questions and just talk horse. (laughs) Fantastic, Karen. Thanks so much. And we look forward to another month of really good work. (laughs) Thank you, Reese. You're a great trainer, so it makes it fun. Thanks. Well, Phil, we love talking about the stability stirrup leathers from Total Saddle Fit and how we've enjoyed them this summer, how they've changed, you know, really helped our riding. Uh, But Total Saddle Fit has some awesome other products as well that we use as well. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Well, I was just going to, I was talking about the Timable Saddle Pad because that's helped me as um, sort of looking at different saddles and the fits on our horses at the moment. And after a summer of competing, they've all changed. They've all, you know, grown more muscle, changed in their backs a little bit. And, and so I've been looking at and and using the shimmable saddle pad to see if I can't help the saddles fit a little bit better in these changing horses. I've made an appointment with with my saddle fitter, but they can't get there for a month or so. So I'm trying to figure out what I want to do or whether I'm going to need a different saddle. So these saddle pads are great because they have three places to be able to shim the, the saddle, you know, up at the front if they need a little bit of lift or a little bit at the back if they need the back lift or in the middle if your saddle is bridging a little bit. So this can really help to sort of figure out and, and fit your saddle in the in-between stages, whether you've got a new horse and you want to put your saddle on them or whether your horse has changed. It's, it's just a really useful tool that I go to from time to time in, you know, from my tack room, pull these things out, put, put different shims in, change the shims. And I, I really appreciate this product. So if you have a little bit of saddle fitting issues, you can check out this saddle pad at totalsaddlehit.com. And you can send Justin there uh, an email, a question. You can send him a picture of your horse and of your saddle. They're really, really helpful at, the, at the helping you figure out your changing horses back and how to get the, the saddle the right fit. Fantastic. Well, we have a great Total Saddle Fit tip of the week from Endolots, and we hope you enjoy it. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Well, for this week's Total Saddle Fit tip of the week, we have Endo Lodge, the 2019 USEF Intermediate One Champion. Endo, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, you have a fantastic trainer tip of the week for us. Can you can you fill us in? Yes, so I was talking to a rider today, and we were talking about the connection with your hands and the horse's mouth. And I used the analogy of if you have a satellite that's sitting in outer space and it's spinning on its own axis, the spaceship has to go up 
to the satellite and match that satellite's speed and spin so that then the satellite in relative to the spaceship isn't moving. So then, the, you know, the spaceship can touch the satellite and bring it into the cargo bay. And I said, you have to make sure that your hands in connecting with the horse's mouth, just because you have your hands still, well, if the horse is moving its head around a little bit or, you know, tr- struggling to find its balance, you have to follow and match the speed and rhythm of the horse's neck in the canter or the trot so that you can help steady it, not just hold it, not just hold your hands on there, but follow and match the rhythm of the horse so that you can slow it down and balance it so that the connection can stay the same. The same thing as if you have that, if that spaceship goes up to the satellite and tries to touch it without matching the speed and spin of the satellite, the satellite would just shoot off into outer space. So that's, Yeah, uh, I mean, I think this is a great tip, that. yeah, because you see a lot of times riders who whether it's with their arms or their torso just become so rigid because they think that their horse has to be steadied a lot but then the horse gets more and more fussy because the connection is is rigid the horse is a moving animal you know within himself relative to the ground relative to a lot of things and and the rider has to sort of create a a comfortable connection that that moves with the horse i think especially in walk you know that that you you hold your horse too tight and too rigid, then the walk doesn't happen correctly. But it it also affects, you know, the other two gates as well, and and just everything that you're doing, you know, st- steadier is not always better, or you know, rigid is not a good idea at all. Yeah, because it becomes stagnant, and and mm-hmm. you know, if you want, you know, Lucky has got a big canter, and and if you know, in, when he was weaker and a little bit younger. You know, the, his head would go up and down a little bit in there. And, and if someone just said, no, hold him still, that's, you know, that it doesn't work. You have to steady it within the rhythm of the gate and be able to, you know, realize that, you know, the horse is a sentient being. So, you know, just because you freeze your hand still, that doesn't make the horse stay still. You have to follow it and help steady them so they can find their own balance. Right. And it, it's two moving objects, right? You can't be stiff or still because it doesn't work. If you're standing still, it would be different. So that makes complete exactly. sense that it, it's a, everybody's moving. So there has to be a level of motion. But, you know, it's it's like either extreme, right? If you're too rigid or, or too, too much motion, that's not going to work either. So that's why that's a good way to think of it. Exactly. That, that, was, uh, that was the best way I could describe it to her because, you know, she was a telling me today she was trying to keep my hands still i said yeah but your hands are dead they're not moving they're not following you have to follow a little bit you know what i mean and and if you want to steady the horse's head a little bit yeah you can first you have to follow the motion and then slowly steady it down not just from a still dead hand without any feeling just hold them still that it doesn't work exactly well Endel, thank you so much how can our listeners find you online if they have any more questions my website is endelodstressars.com Facebook is Endelot, and uh, Instagram is uh, Endelot. Well, thanks, Endel, and we look forward to seeing you this winter. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, Phil, as always, we love email and Facebook shout-outs, and we get them, and we love to put them in the queue for answering questions as we go along, so keep them coming. Please keep enjoying our book of the month. We hope you're enjoying that, and stay in touch with us. We love it. And as always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. 
I think the best way to find me is on Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows in the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. As always, keep your heels down and your shoulders back and we will talk to you next week.